In the Pits is partnered with 71 Designs, owned and operated by veteran Wade Martin, and partnered with fellow Texas brand Compete. 71 Designs can take your ideas for soft goods, merchandise, and casual wear and make them a reality. Message 71 Designs on Facebook or Instagram to get started today. In the Pits is partnered with Podrunners Union. Follow Podrunners Union on Instagram to find strength in union and celebrate our sports pit crew. Send in photos to represent your union local and be featured. Stealing pods for undeserving teams. It's a living. In the Pits is partnered with YI Paintball. Paintball, there's nothing like it. On the field or off, it's not just a sport, it's a community. The people, our people, come from all over with vastly different lives during the week. But come time for paintball, we're one community with a lot of stories about why. Follow YI Paintball on Instagram and meet the members of the paintball community. Learn about how they started, what their journey has been, and their ultimate why. Why paintball? What's your why? In the Pits is partnered with Hydra. Designed by players, for players, you can outfit yourself in Hydra gear from head to toe. Have confidence that when you make a purchase from Hydra, you are purchasing a well-tested and well-thought-out product, trusted by several top teams, including first-place semi-pro team, paintballfit.com. I personally recommend their Hydra Black knee pads. Purchases over $100 receive free shipping. Head to hydra.fit to browse their selection and discover the Hydra mentality. In the Pits is partnered with XTPL Events. The Extreme Tournament Paintball League is a series put on by the Lukau family of Paintball Fit fame that gives the opportunity for players to learn and grow together as a team. Three-man, Challengers and Champions X-Ball, Draft Mech X-Ball, and even U 3v3, there's something for everyone at XTPL. Not to mention prize tosses, raffles, and the infamous Paintball Munching Contest. Events happen throughout the year, and the prizes never disappoint. Sign up for an XTPL event today on PB Leagues. In the Pits is partnered with Bem Raps. Behind every mask is a unique and creative player. Tap into it when you order your next custom headpiece. Their Build-A-Band lets you communicate with them one-on-one to make your order just the way you want, all the way down to the color of the stitch. Check out their Instagram, at BEMRAPS, for drops and build videos of them working on orders. They offer very competitive pricing, so reach out today to get started on your own one-of-a-kind headpiece. In the Pits is partnered with Mariachi Aguilas de Oro. Based in Austin and servicing the surrounding areas, these golden eagles will bring life to any event you are having, from birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, corporate events, or even a simple performance to enjoy. Guillermo Padilla, one of their trumpet players, is also a member of the Texas paintball scene. Visit them on Facebook and Instagram to check out some of their past performances, or give them a call to book them for your event today. In the Pits is partnered with Skull Monkeys Paintball. Equip, engage, excel. In the Pits is partnered with Compete. Compete is a Texas-based brand by Jell Stewart of professional team AC Diesel that provides custom jerseys, pants, headbands, straps, tech shirts, and any other soft goods to help individuals and teams compete at the highest level. Support Texas Paintball and message Compete on Facebook or Instagram and mention In the Pits podcast for 10% off your entire order. In the Pits is partnered with Get That Shot. Get That Shot now offers first-in-line photo and video editing, 20% off Get That Shot merch, and 20% off prints to all teams that wear the Get That Shot logo on their jersey. Message Get That underscore Shot on Facebook or Instagram to become a Get That Shot program team. In the Pits is partnered with Paintball Kumite. 
Paintball Kumite is a program designed by Colt Roberts of professional team San Antonio X-Factor to take paintball players of all ages, experience levels, and skill groups and mold them into champions. The program breaks the game down into small, easy-to-learn sessions designed to help you master the fundamentals so that you can elevate your game. Newcomers to the program get a free one-hour introductory class when mentioning In the Pits. To sign up for a class, message at Paintball Kumite on Instagram. Welcome, everybody, to the last episode of 2023, episode 80 of In the Pits Paintball Podcast. This podcast is focused on everything that has to do with the paintball scene here in Texas, from professional players and teams to new divisional programs, local tournament series, field owners, Texas-based brands, even photographers and videographers. Every week, we will have a short and sweet episode with a new topic and a new special guest. I'm Christian Dallas-Smith. I'm a player for the Texas Titans. In this episode, we are going in the pits with Scotty West, owner of the Stuff Salsa. Scotty, how are you doing this evening? Doing great. Fantastic. Just just kicking it. Good to hear. Yeah, welcome to the, uh, you know, we finally made it to the end of 2023. And uh, it's, it's been... A long one. It's been a hot one, and you've been you've been out there slinging your salsa through it all. Oh yeah, keeping everyone hydrated with some spices. Oh yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and get started. This first question is brought to us by XTPL Events. So, for those listening that maybe don't know about you, how long have you been involved in the Texas paintball scene? Um, I kind of dabbled in it in 2014 at a buddy's house, and kind of started trying to get my feet back into it. Uh, and then that kind of fell through. And then I met some guys <clears throat> around 2018 and we played some of the events up at fit. And then we tried to do a world cup. Uh, I think it was the end of 2018. We did world cup. And then from there we kind of fell apart and then we kind of band back together with some other players played Texas played Vegas when it was around, uh, then that kind of fell apart, and then Johnny up at Fit hooked us up with uh, Shake and Bake. I don't know if you've heard of them. Mm-hmm. Everyone's heard of Shake and Bake. Um, and then I played with them for the remainder of the season, and then up until like 2023, and then I just started coaching with Swagjackers, helping them out. Sweet. So, I uh, so you started? Did you start playing in 2000? Like. Kind of that 2009, 2010, or was did you uh, start playing kind of before that as well? Um, I started playing when I was about 11. Uh, my dad and his friends uh, had like a Super Bowl. His friend came over and said, oh, check out what I got. So, you know, not knowing anything, they went out and played with no masks. It was the Walmart pump guns. And then that started a fire. My dad <laughs> started doing it more than more often. And then... uh. I was like, oh, I want to play, I want to play. He's like, well, let me shoot you. And if you can handle it, then you can play. So, you know, he had to shoot me. I had to, like, suck it in and then started playing from there. Awesome. Yeah, that's – uh, I, I love hearing everyone's origin stories and, like, sorting them into basically three groups. It's either you're a birthday party kid, you were a uh, someone who got hooked by the magazine, or you were, like, kind of a backyard paintball and uh, letting your – your dad kind of run you through the ring or just like, uh, I, I think the other one that comes to mind was Ryan brand where he just like got obliterated and loved every second of it. Yeah. All right. So this, next... well, we used to, we... go ahead. Oh, sorry. Yeah. We used to live out in the, in the high, the high desert. Cause I'm originally from California. So 
we would walk, you know, 20 minutes up the road and we just have a big valley. So all his friends and some of my friends, and we would just play every once a month or whatnot, depending on how everyone felt. I love it. Looks like, uh, we got some, uh, friends in the chat that are showing their support. They're loving it as well. We got JC Lamont from Uno's jerky, uh, last row Lopez from, uh, from Austin Oni and then uh, Hector Andrade from Balls Outs in the chat too. What's up, guys? Awesome. All right. So this uh, next question is brought to us by Pod Runners Union. Uh, so in your career, in your playing career, anyway, do you have a standout moment so far? <laughs> um, not eh, not. I mean, would it be standout? Just people notice it and laugh. Uh, we played Texas when it was real stormy and off the box i panicked and then i slipped and then i fell and my pack blew off and you know just shitty moment but <laughs> that's um, rough well we've all been there for sure other than that uh i think i played one up at fit ran through the center and just got blown up but took out two guys so that was cool there you go yeah you got to be a you got to be that bowling ball every once in a while every now and then Mm-hmm. As long as uh, as long as you give it to the other guy just as good as you got it, then uh, you've done your job. Oh yeah, I think Josh uh, Josh Linhart, Yosh Designs. I think he caught that one on video, and the my pod was broken. The guy was shooting hot. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> oh man, you got you got on Josh's candid camera there. That's and he for some reason Josh always manages to post clips where uh, the Titans are on the receiving end of things. Like uh, there's been, there's been a few times where we've gotten some good clips in there, but like for whatever reason I, and maybe it's just something that I noticed because like, that's maybe it's like a confirmation bias type thing, but I, I have seen quite a few where it's like, Oh, there's a Titan. Oh, it's, it's on the receiving end. So I, I don't know what's going on, Josh. Maybe I gotta uh, get a peace offering up to you eventually, but. Well, it's just like, uh, um, my buddy Brandon plays for the BDC. I think Verbal has a thing out for him because every Monday he's got a gog shot in the face or something. I always give him hell for it. Hey man, we gotta <laughs> we gotta get those guys. Uh, <laughs> gotta get cut them a break. You know, uh, there's there's yeah. plenty of clips to go around for everybody. There's plenty of us in Texas that uh, have our good and bad moments. Yeah, come on, Verb. All right, so this next question is brought to us by Brandon Ortega of Bem Reps. So you are known around these parts for your salsa, which is branded the Stuff Salsa. Uh, so tell us how you got into making your own salsa. Um, my mother taught me uh, years ago, and we kind of just, I would always just make it and help her out in the kitchen. And then uh, as it progressed, I started making it for my friends, and then... It just kind of blew about here for a second. Um, and then I stopped doing it because my work actually got mad at me for selling it on, during work hours. So I wasn't allowed to do that. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I moved jobs. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to sell it at the, the one of the Bunker Fest events. Or I think the first one I sold it at was one of the XTPL events. And everyone enjoyed it. And I was handing out free samples. And it just went from there. I try to make every Bunker Fest event, and next year I'm shooting for all the USXPLs and XTPLs and whatever I can get to. 
All right. I love it. You're uh, rapidly expanding there. So did you have a pretty good success this year? Um, I had to make more jars every event. So I started off with about 100 jars the first event just to kind of gauge it. And then the next event was about 110 and then 120. I think my final event, I did 160 jars. Oh, wow. And you sold out every time? Yes. Wow. Look at you. Love it. Uh, and you've got some, uh, some fans in the chat saying that, you know, kind of singing your praises there. Hector Andrade saying he says he loves the salsa. John Dudley saying the salsa is great. Lasro Lopez says he still has two out of the 11 jars that he bought from the last bunker fest. Jeez. Yeah. He, he's one of my biggest customers. I love it. I make a, I make a case just for him. <laughs> Ooh, love it. You gotta, you gotta start naming a flavor after him at that point. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's on the way. Awesome. I'm so, still working on other flavors. Ooh. Ooh. I'll ask you more about that here in a second. So this question is brought to us by skull monkeys paintball. So how did you come up with the name, the stuff salsa? Um, I think it took about three times. The first one was going to be like ass burners or, or something. it's some dumb, you know, like you see the, the hot sauces in the store, they have some zingy names to them. And I was trying to find a name that could reach out to everyone and not be offensive. And then it still kind of had like a meaning to it, like the stuff. Like, oh, let me have some of that stuff. And it just kind of caught on. And my wife liked it. And my dad was like, eh. And he kind of grew to it. And then everyone else enjoyed it. So it just went from there. All right. Very cool. So... This question is brought to us by Mariachi Aguilas de Oro. So if I remember correctly, you have like four or five different flavors that you offer. Uh, what all goes into both making the salsa and also like inventing new flavors? Um, I guess technically I have eight. I mean, but the, I guess the hot ones are kind of the same thing, just heat difference. Uh. If I can think about it, I'll try to just tinker with it. Like my green one, it took me probably six or seven times before I have it had it correct. Um, I had a mango salsa at a place in Longview I used to eat at for breakfast, and I just wanted to try to make something that was comparable to that. And I did, and people enjoy it. Um, a little far-fetched my sister-in-law told me about a pickle salsa and that was kind of sweeping the nation so i try to i try to do my own pickle salsa and that seemed to take off and i named it after verb himself because he's a pickle lover i love it um as far as then like you gotta i gotta do the, the different heat tolerances and it's hard to judge everyone's heat what they can intake and stuff like that but i'd say a couple batches down and then I can kind of perfect it. My uh, my wife's the taste tester, so I kind of have to be careful with the heat because he doesn't have that kind of tolerance yet. <laughs> right. So you're whenever you make a new flavor, is it you're kind of drawing inspiration from other flavors, maybe that other restaurants or whatever that you've had before, or sometimes is it are you like given like feedback of like maybe you need to offer like a new something like on different on the spectrum, maybe more or less heat or more or less like 
maybe fruit flavor or sweetness or uh, where do you get your inspiration for these? So the sweetness, so I like, I like the, what is it? Mango habanero from like um, the wing stop or whatever. I do like that sweet heat and that's kind of where I got the tropical from. I like pineapple. So I kind of threw that in the mix and went from there. Um, the green, I did have some feedback on that from a, uh, one of the local food vendors at bunker fest she told me to you know pick the smaller tomatillos and add a little cream here and there and it it turned out really well my dad was a hater on it and then i went over there the other night and he had a whole jar to himself and i said oh i thought you didn't like the green salsa what's going on (laughs) (laughs) but um my next idea is like i want i want to try to do like a different color like that kind of plays a role in it so i want to try to do like a blue salsa okay and that's technically blue is like a nasty color people really don't want to ingest blue mm-hmm. but if i can make it taste delicious then maybe there's a thing for it all right very cool definitely looking forward to that uh this question is brought to us by paintball kumite uh, which is Colt Roberts training regimen. Be on the lookout. He's going to be offering a class here uh, coming up in January to help everybody get ready for the February paintball combine. So uh, go follow his pages on Facebook and Instagram. Just stay tuned for that. Uh, so for anyone who has never had your salsa before, uh, first off, what all flavors do you offer and which flavor would you recommend them to try first? So I have your basically your basic red salsa. I have a, a mild, which is the flavors there with a hint of heat that's for like the people that can't really handle it then the next step up would be like a medium and then i go to hot and then i have one called untamed which is the reapers and ghost peppers and basically for the heat lovers um i have i just made a roasted so i roast all my vegetables and i added corn to it and that turned out really well um the tropical is a hot one, but it's a sweet hot. And then my verde is just a green base salsa. I didn't want to, if you, if you put like red tomatoes in it, it kind of makes it brown. And I was trying to stay as green as possible. So no tomatoes. Um, and then I have the pickle salsa. And then I accidentally made one. I mixed pickle and roasted together. I, so then I called it oops. <laughs> but as far as like a first go, I would probably start with the mild salsa so you can get the flavor first and then I'll hit you with the tropical or the verde. All right. Yeah. Uh, Estefan uh, in the chat here, he's saying tropical is the best. <laughs> and uh, Lastro Lopez saying is the roasted is his favorite. Uh, I, I've had a couple of years. I, I'd have to go with last row there. The roasted is probably my favorite on that, but there's yeah, it's definitely uh, jumped up there. Yeah. But, uh, there's, sounds like there's a lot of different options for everybody. So just, uh, you know, wherever you are on the heat spectrum, uh, there's definitely something for you there. It's kind of crazy though. Cause when I first brought tropical, that was like, that was the one everyone had to try that one. Everyone had to have that one. That was the one. And then after I perfected the green, now the green one is the thing. That's the one like everyone loves that. I sell out of that one the quick, the fastest. Like I think I sold 
45 jars last of it for of just green. Wow. Nice. Those are those are some pretty big numbers there. So whenever you go to be a vendor and actually we'll I'll, I'll work this question in a little bit. So uh, this this one's brought to us by YI Paintball. So this year you've gone to several different sporting events as a vendor to sell salsa, not just in paintball, but you've also done other things like uh, BMX meets. So do you also participate in all of the sports that you vend at, or how do you design or how do you decide which events to make an appearance at? So the BMX one was a friend of mine. He, uh, I met him a long time ago out here where in Tyler, where I live. And then he actually, he went to Dallas and started, uh, the Garland BMX skate and I think skate and bike. It was what it is. Uh, but he was having like an annual, um, I can't think of the, the uh, annual. Shit, 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 shit. It was basically like a uh, where they go and sell used parts. Okay. Everyone in the surrounding area. So they, they were selling the used parts. He had vendors there. He had food there. And he I just hit him up and said, hey, man, you mind if I come sell the salsa? And he said, hell yeah, bring it on. So that was cool. If he has another event next year, I'm going to try to make that. My brother does powerlifting out there. Um, I was going to try to go to one of those events, uh, but it came up quickly. And the way my schedule was all set up, I couldn't really make it. Um, mostly it's just been been in the paintball. But I do want to try to reach out and hit like more of the BMX or like a, maybe a skate one or like farmer's markets around my area. Catton's the big one, but I got to really prepare for that one. Okay. Gotcha. So you're not like a, a biker or a skater yourself though. Uh, back in the day, you know, when I was young. <laughs> gotcha. Cool. So, uh, it's, that's cool that you're getting these invites to go out to these other places as well. So, uh, and actually here in the chat, Lastro Lopez has a question for you. He says, was this your first year selling this also? Yes, it's actually this first event was XTPL and then it was Bunker Fest. So yeah, first year. Very cool. So this question is brought to us by 71 Designs. So what has your experience as a vendor been like this first year? Um, it's been awesome. I like, uh, I like seeing everyone's expressions. Like they have that first bite, that first initial bite, and then their facial expression changes and they're, they're like, hell yeah, they're happy. And it just, it's, it's, it warms my soul because I know they, they enjoy it. That look, I get that look so much. Um, and everyone's also very open, like open-minded to trying it. Like they're not just like, ah, oh, no, but I do have a hard salesman. Like he, he'll suck some people in sunshine. Mm-hmm. He's, he's gotten you a couple times. <laughs> yeah. He definitely draws in the crowd. Yeah. Tell us more about, uh, your friend there. I know he's been at all of the events in the booth with you. Yeah. Um, basically he, I, I said, Hey, you want to help out? And he's just real good with crowd work. He's real good with talking and drawing in people. And then I just kind of answer the questions on the side and I'll help assist. And my buddy Ashton does the same. He'll, he'll walk around and he'll chit chat with everyone and send them my way. And, and then we just go from there and people come and try it out. All right. Love it. Yeah. Y'all have been, uh, Working really hard, uh, staying consistent. I'm glad to see that your uh, business has been growing. Maybe uh, 
maybe looking ahead uh, to next season, uh, how many jars do you think you'll, you're going to bring to this first event next year? Um, I'm, I'll probably bring about 150, but I'm definitely going to bring more of one flavor so I don't I can get everyone. It may be a little more. It's kind of hard to make it all the night before. Hmm. <laughs> you know, because I have to work and then I come home and then I just hammer out all the jars and then I'm on the road the next day. Gotcha. So tell us a little bit more about that whole process. Like what, what is your, uh, kind of from beginning to end as far as making all of your batches, uh, and then packaging them and then coming to the events. What's the timetable there? Uh, it depends. I kind of have it down now to where it's, it's quicker than what it used to be. And I have beans that I have my green salsa down too. Um, as far as, cause I really don't measure anything i just know it takes this much of that this much of that and i base it off of that and then the taste tester and i go from there but um time frame depends on how many i make and i could i could be up all the way up till 12 o'clock or i could be up till i think the second bunker fest i was up till three. Oh wow and you managed to yeah. get what like 110 jars in that time frame yeah, so I try to my my deal is I try to make it as fresh as possible. I don't put any additives in it. I don't want to do like anything to help the shelf life, even though I probably need to start doing that. But like I want it to be made the night before and cold chilled, and then you have it first bite fresh. All right, yeah, uh, that I'm sure that everybody appreciates. Uh, you know, having it as fresh as possible for them. Uh, Hector in the chat, uh, he's asking how long is the salsa good for before being opened? And once it is open, how long is it good for usually? Um, so I've been experimenting with that all year. Um, it has to be in a cold spot. So honestly, the, the longest one is my green one, green one and the, the yellow one. Um, the red one lasts probably about, two to three weeks and then if it's open it it just it all depends on taste like i can taste the the age of a salsa it's it's kind of a weird like me and my dad can just taste if it's kind of stale or not like it's stale chip or something like that it's weird but some people eat it and they're like oh there's nothing wrong with this so I, it just depends on the person really but anything i'd say probably a month's too long and it has to be cold it can't be warm because I've had a couple warm ones and they expand, they ferment pretty quick. I don't know if it's the, the tomatoes or I don't know what it is, honestly. All right. Well, uh, Lopez, Lastra, if you're listening out there, then you got to get those uh, last two jars down there pretty quick. Actually, the, the pineapples last, I think the, the longest I've seen that one is about two months and the green one's about three months. Okay, cool. Well, you might be all right there then. <laughs> He'll scarf it down. Yeah, I, I, I bet he will. So I uh, so <laughs> as far as for anybody who's looking to uh like get some salsa from you, do you do any online or like made to order stuff or are you pretty much exclusively just like at the events as a vendor? Uh I try to do it exclusively exclusively exclusively, geez. Um but mailing it, I'm trying to dabble in. It's just trying to keep it cold and getting it there and wrapping it and make sure it doesn't break. Because I have some guys from um, the Finley Hat guys. They want a whole case of it. 
I have some friends in California that want some. Uh, the um, Enemy of the State guys, they want a case of the Tropical. Like, it's just... It scares me to ship it because I don't want it to break or I don't want anything to happen. You know, it's out of my hands once it leaves, you know. Right. So for anybody who's listening, what's the best way that they can uh, purchase from you and how much is it per jar? Um, I've made everything $10 a jar. Uh, If you reach out to me on Instagram or Facebook and I can try to work something out and if you're local, I can ship it out. Um. I mean, even if you're in New York, I can try to ship it out. It's just it's one of those things like I can't promise it, you know. And then probably at all the events coming up next year. All right. Yeah. Very cool. So there you have it. Um, in the chat, Lasro Lopez says, uh, if I die, I die. I love it. <laughs> all right. So this question is brought to us by Hydra. So looking to the future, what's next for the Stuff Salsa? Uh, what events are we going to see you at next year? Uh, are you going to attend more event series? And what new flavors, if any, do you have in store for us? Um, so I'm going to hit up all the USXPLs. Uh, I'm going to try to do all the XTPLs. Um, I'm going to try to get to all the MechX events, but, you know, I kind of want to play those. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, I think Bunker Fest is doing their 3-5 man. So I'll, I'll try to hit some of those. Um, as far as new flavor, I got like a an orangey pineapple coconut in the mix. I'm still trying to perfect that one. And then, of course, the, you know the blueberry one that we talked about, or a blueberry, or the blue one, uh, and maybe even a hotter one. Because I've got some people that love the untamed, and they're like, I need it hotter. So I. I don't know what's wrong with those people. No, those guys are mad lads. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Cool. Well, I'm I'm more much more of a sweet tooth myself. I love the orange flavor, so uh, I'll have to stop by your booth next year whenever you've got that orange one out. Oh yeah, awesome. All right. Uh, so everybody in the chat. Thank you uh, for watching live. We're getting towards the end of our show. So if you have any questions for Scotty, go ahead and get your questions in the chat now. So Scotty, this question is one that I ask everybody that comes on the show. It helps me kind of get the word out on anybody flying under the radar or any up and comers that are out there. So this one's brought to us by get that shot message, get that underscore shot on Facebook or Instagram. If you're needing media coverage next season, he's going to be at the full series for USXBL and for NXL. Uh, so Scotty, is there anybody in Texas, either teams, players, brands, or projects that have caught your attention lately? Who do you think deserves more recognition for what they're doing? Um, definitely the USXPL. Next season is going to be pretty wild. See what they come up with, what they do. Hanman's a good dude. And he's He knows what he's doing. Uh, the OG Robert Jordan, he shouts me out all the time on his podcasts. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to do now that he's he's way more invested in everything and he's put a name out there for himself. Um, looking forward to seeing who else you have up on your show. Like I, I love the fact that you, it's not just like all the pros and the big names you're going after all the little guys and giving them a voice. Like that's awesome. 
Um, the the prizes for USXPL, like those are getting crazy. They're getting up there. Uh, what was it Mark? Mark doing his little videography thing. That's that's pretty cool. Mark Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. Um, and pretty much that's that's pretty much it. Excited for what Fit has next year. Uh, as far as the NXL, their pro spot, that's that's pretty exciting. Uh, hear all the crybabies for Blast Camp. You know, we're not going to go that way. You know. uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Yeah. Next season's going to be uh, un- <laughs> unlike anything else that we've seen yet. And I think that change is good. Change is exciting. Uh, so we will see what happens. And yeah, Texas having five pro teams now in the NXL. Uh, that's pretty wild. And I think next season we're actually going to have three or four semi-pro teams coming out of Texas because we've got Shadow Pro Trying is going to bump up to semi-pro. Texas Demolition's playing semi-pro. Um, uh, depending on what the Cyclones do, uh, we'll see there. And then Outlaw Anodizing is uh, making a semi-pro line, and they just brought in Corey Field and uh, Kaido Warner to coach and play for them. So we will be watching with great interest. Uh, Texas finally breaking out of that kind of D5, D4 area that we've been floating in for so long. The cage is, un- the cage is open. The chains are off. So the rest of the... everyone, Everyone's grinding. Everyone's going. Oh, yeah. And the rest of the U.S. is about to be put on notice. <laughs> All right. So let's look at the chat one last time. Dan Shelley's in here. He said uh, he had his first taste at the uh, Halloween Havoc Bunker Fest event, and uh, he loved it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, side, side thing. You, you asked for new flavors. Uh, me and Daniel Spaniard, QBR, mm-hmm. we might be doing an infused salsa. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know how people feel about that, but, you know, like I'm trying to just kind of easing into it. So maybe keep a lookout for that. They'll have different names, of course, but maybe. Okay, I definitely know a few people that would be very interested in that. Yeah, we, I think I think I'm thinking of a couple names. So, like the tropical is a tropical, of course, but the infused one would be Pineapple Express. Easy. Easy and then money. the the, ro- the roasted would be toasted, and then the uh, the verde would be the green dream. Ooh. So I'm still kind of dabbling about that and working with Daniel. Shout out to him, by the way. All right. Well, that's some uh, breaking news right there. Uh, you've definitely, <laughs> definitely piqued some interest. And there was, you know, the, the, you had, you had my curiosity, but now you have my attention there. So uh, we will be uh, watching this upcoming season for uh, the stuff salsa there. All right. So, Looking at the chat, what else in here? Let's see. Dick Bob Gaming says, Sunshine's the man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Corey Gamble says, uh, Drift, if you went to be a vendor at Drift events, that would be rad. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one to go to. And uh, Tristan Mundy says, The Oops was his favorite. <laughs> yeah, it was a complete mistake, but it, everyone loved it. All right. 
All right, so I think that does it. And so this final question is brought to us by Jell Stewart's brand, Compete. Message him on Facebook or Instagram. Mention In The Pits for 10% off of your order of soft goods, especially if you're looking to get your new packages for next season. Uh, all you got to do is mention the show and you get 10% off. So, uh, Scotty, thank you so much for your time. Do you have any last shout outs or things you'd like to say before we sign off? Uh, looking forward to 2024 with all you guys, uh, trying it out. Hopefully I'll have some more of them dime bags to, to pass out. Like I did, uh, one of the events for Bunker Fest that, that caught on. That was pretty funny. Um, shout out to my wife for always enduring the heat. But sometimes it's, it's hot and she hates me for it. Uh, Shout out to my family, my friends, uh, my buddies Ashton, Josh, and Sunshine for always helping me at the events. Um, shout out to Robert for always shouting me out. So shout out to you. And then, uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to next year to seeing all you guys. All right. Appreciate it, Scotty. And uh, that does it for our show. Thank you, everybody, so much for tuning in. Be sure to go follow Scotty at the underscore stuff underscore salsa on Instagram. There it is. Ooh. Ooh, I got to get me some of that uh, next time I see you. So what other guests would you all like to see on the show? Be sure to leave a comment down below while you're at it. Hit that subscribe button. The show goes live weekly here on youtube.com slash at in the pits paintball podcast. Recordings are posted to YouTube, Amazon, Apple podcasts, and Spotify the next day. I want to give a shout out to my partner and sponsor to your subscribers on Patreon, FU Athletics, Get That Shot, Paintball Kumite, Compete, Bem Raps, Skull Monkeys Paintball, Hydra, XCPL Events, YI Paintball, Mariachi Aguilese Oro, Pod Runners Union, and 71 Designs. We will see you guys next year for episode 81. Uh, stay tuned for the January announcements. Uh, we've got some pretty exciting guests that are lined up and more uh, that we're in talks with. So stay tuned for the full schedule. Scotty, thank you so much. Oh, one last thing. Sorry. Shout out to the Lucas and Paintball Fit. I forgot about you guys. I'm sorry, but you guys always warming, always welcoming. You guys are the best. Thanks for having me, Christian. Let's close it out. Close out the 2023 year. Absolutely. Y'all. See y'all next year. Yep. See y'all next year. Stay safe. Hope y'all had a great Christmas. Enjoy your New Year celebrations. We'll see you next week.